Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. Thank you all so much for joining me again today. Go ahead on and share of the time and what manner you're listening to it with your friends. Go ahead on and share it with them. I know there's going to be something said and something that they will be able to use to get through this week that will help and motivate, encourage, and inspire them. So go ahead and share the broadcast with someone. Today I'm going to talk about now. I'm going to give you my sponsor. We have a new one this week. For over 55 years, Mary Kay has been a brand that has enriched women's lives. With resilience and determination, Mary Kay has made her mark in history. As a top-leading beauty brand, Mary Kay has empowered women to become successful entrepreneurs around the world. From skin care regimen to makeup and total body care, Mary Kay has something for women and men. If you're looking for an opportunity to become an entrepreneur or just want to connect with a great beauty consultant, Contact Rhonda Cotton, your Mary Kay Director of Sales, to handle your Mary Kay needs. You may, re- may, you may contact her by email. Let me go ahead and say the email address for you is Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot Cotton, C-O-T-T-O-N. That's Rhonda dot Cotton, number 14, at gmail dot com. Or go to her website and register at https colon forward slash forward slash www dot mary m a r y k k a y dot com forward slash r c o t t o n one four Mary Kay, enriching, empowering, and changing women's lives. Go ahead and contact her. If you're interested in Mary Kay becoming a consultant or just need some products, let's go into prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you so much. Once again, hallelujah. Lord, I give you praise. I give you glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you right now for this awesome opportunity, dear Lord, to minister. I thank you that... These are your precious people. They're my mind. They're yours, dear Lord. I thank you, dear Lord, that you trust me to minister to your people. Lord, I thank you so much for what you're going to do today. Take authority by and apply the blood of Jesus over the airways. I thank you right now, dear Lord, to open their ears up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That they'll be hearers of the word and then also strengthen them, dear Lord, to be doers of the word as well. Hallelujah. I thank you right now in these uncertain times, dear Lord. But we know no, no matter what, you are the voice that we're listening to. You are in control no matter what may look like for us right now. You are still in control. Lord, I thank you. I give you all the praise that is due to your name. Hallelujah. In your precious name, Jesus. Well, you guys... It's been another week of a lot of things going on. And last week I told you the sound of a breaking, which was a a word that the Lord gave me in January of this year. And I talked about it then. Also, another word he gave me in January. And you got to go back to the January um, um, messages. It's called Stop 
pouting and start shouting. Remember that? And we was in Joshua um, 5, and we was talking about that. And I was really looking at the things that's going on right now. And if I was to title today's message, it would be Open Wounds. Open Wounds. Open Wounds. And the reason why I'm titling it this way, because when we was talking earlier this year, we talked about, you know, when the marching and and then it came to the time for the shout and how, you know, how that all happened. But remember before we even got to the marching, there were some things that the leader Joshua had to do and make sure was done in the camp. And when I was looking at Joshua 5 in the New King James Version, it was kind of um, amazing how it said the second generation circumcised. The second generation had to be circumcised because everybody prior to that, they had been circumcised, but they didn't. This is not the group that's going in to the promised land. Remember, it was the second generation that really went in because of certain things that had happened. So um, the elders, some of the elders, they they. I mean, the elders didn't go in. It was the second generation, and they hadn't been circumcised, which is what this what they had to do. This group of people, the Israelites, they had to be circumcised, and and it was it's in here where the Lord told. When the Lord said to Joshua, make flint knives for yourself and circumcise the sons of Israel again the second time. And they had to do that. It says right here, I'm going to read, um, I'm reading in verse 3 of Joshua 5. So Joshua made flint, flint knives for himself and circumcised the sons of Israel at the hill, at the hill of the foreskins. And this is the reason why Joshua circumcised them. Let me tell you again. All the people who came out of Egypt who were males, all the men of war had died in the wilderness on the way after they had came out of Egypt. But all the people who came out had been circumcised, but all the people born in the wilderness on the way as they came out of Egypt had not been circumcised. For the children of Israel walked 40 years in the wilderness to all the people who were men of war who came out of Egypt were consumed because they did not obey the voice of the Lord to whom the Lord swore that he would not show them the land which the Lord had sworn to their fathers that he would give us a land flowing with milk and honey. Then Joshua circumcised their sons whom he raised up in their place for they were uncircumcised because they had not been circumcised on the way. So what I'm saying is exactly what I was just saying that some of them were not circumcised the second generation. And the reason why I'm bringing this up now is because all the um, protesting and the marching and everything that's going on, the, the racism, this is how the Lord has given it to me. The, the, the racism is is like the foreskin that had to be taken off. You see what I mean? It's like you have to get rid of that first. That that the racism wound now is an open wound that everybody's having to deal with. I know I told y'all last week that um, the Spirit of the Lord told me I, I was I was grieving. 
And it didn't really, the weeping and all that didn't really lift until this week where I was weeping every day because there are these wounds. And then you keep seeing the images over and over. And then, you know, you, you get, I got kind of frustrated when I didn't see certain people speaking out. But now this this is out here now. It's a, it's a wound. And it's like this second generation of people that's now we want to get to the place where you're everybody's marching and protesting and doing all that, but we still got to deal with the open womb of racism. We got to heal from it. There there has to be a time of healing because before in Joshua five, before they even got to the place of marching, um and, and going in and marching for the walls to come down, I want you to look at this here. I want you to look at this here. Um, it says here in verse 8, I'm still in Joshua 5. It says, so after he had finished circumcising all the people that, had, that stayed in their places in the camp until they were healed, they had to stay in a place until healing came. Um, and I believe this is something that's have to be addressed because we have to heal. And 401 years of oppression, it's not going to heal overnight. I see a lot of reform going on. We talked about the Seven Mountains last week of, of influence, and we see that certain things in government and things that reform, we're crying out for reform. But it still has to be a healing that has to take place. It has to be that time. We have to recognize it. It's like when you have a big sore on your arm and you pull off that scab. And that's actually what's coming on. That's why. That's, that's what happened. The scab was pulled off the nation. And now the nation has to heal. Black people, we have to heal. You know, and the grieving. Even now when I talk about it again, I feel the grieving again. You know, we have to heal from this. It's like trauma. Like when you go through trauma, there's a time when you might have flashbacks or you might, you know, go through different things or you might have a trigger, right? We got to recognize that this is, this is also going on. It's like last week when I said um, the breaking, the sound of the breaking, it's like it was at a breaking point. I know I had reached a breaking point. It's like I have reached a breaking point. And I know many of you out there have felt the same way. And I believe the whole whole world is like it's time out. It has to stop. And so all over um, the many countries, I don't know if it's every country, but I know many countries are, you know, are protesting as well. Um, talking about injustice because it was like a breaking point. You can put weight on something for a while, but after a while, it's going to break. And this wound, the whole big scab, the foreskin that was now being ripped off to deal with this thing, it's time to be healed. I'm looking in the Word of God because you can find things in the world. You can find everything in the Word of God and what you're going through. We saw the plagues and during the time of Resurrection Sunday, we're dealing with the um, COVID-19, which is a plague, and it's still across the land. And now the plague of racism. 
and injustice and you seeing everything that's going on that's going on right now but there has to be healing it has to be those tough uncomfortable conversations with 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 people of other races and realizing that it may not happen overnight for us <laughs> it's it has a it's an open wound and some take longer than others to heal depending on the severity of it and this one is severe it's not going to happen overnight we it's going to we will heal but i i got to um plead to people of other races that are listening to me today no it's not going to be overnight it was like don't get to the point where like well i did this so i protested and we we hurt we're still hurting as a people we're still hurting we can i talk about my grandfather before and different people and my grandmother and all of them that have did things during the civil rights move, movements. And then, then our own personal experiences. It could, be, it could have been done subtly, but it was still um, racism. You know, it still was. We talked about last week that no matter what, if you have the same qualifications, same education, everything is pretty much there. It could be bookmarks the same on two applicants, but who gonna get higher? And then yours could even be more, have more education, even more experience, but you may not get higher because of the color of your skin or even the 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 pronunciation or the sound of your name, your last name, your your first name. You can tell. Oh, okay, that's that's a black person because of their name. And you may not even get a call back. Your resume not, not even um, be looked at because of your name. See, that's what I want y'all to know. It's listening out there. It's going to take some time for the black race to be healed. You're making great strides. I applaud you and I thank you. But remember now, this has only been going on two and a half weeks. And we got 401 years that we're looking at. It's not going to go away. No, I wasn't here 400 years ago. But I know if I, when I go all the way back in my family, all the way back, and I have a picture of them and everything, you know, there was a white man that was the slave owner. You see what I'm saying? So knowing what my ancestors went through, how I'm, I I exist through the lines, right? And then you and you got we talk about generational things, and you wonder why you might do things a certain way or act a certain way. We we still fighting off that stuff. You know what I'm saying? We got y'all. Y'all got to give us time because this, this is an open wound, and I and I'm thank God that Jesus was wounded for us, and I know healing will come by the stripes of Jesus. We will be healed, and and we are healed now according to the Word of God, but reality is, we still going through trauma.
And when we saw Mr. George Floyd being murdered and recorded live and the police officer with his knee on his neck the whole time and we seeing the whole scene live, it was a trigger. <laughs> and we're hurting. And now we got the second generation and they're going in. But some of them haven't even been truly circumcised to know what's really going on. Like this, like I said here, the second generation had to be circumcised. The second generation, we, we really have to be there with them and talk them through this thing. They're out there protesting and in passion and their emotion and all of that. They're doing all that. They still got to understand the reason why. You know what I mean? The real reason why. Like when the, is, when the people of God was in, they were slaves. And when they got out into the wilderness and then the 40 years there. And then the other kids are growing up now. You got to really know all of it. You got to know the whole story. And I just want everybody to know that I'm just talking out of my heart that we have to be healed. It has to be a time for these open wounds to be healed. And then, and then, you know, and then after all, and I talked about this before, how after they were healed, and then it was, um, they had some time in, in, in there. But then in verse 13, and I, I wanted to bring this back up again because it's very important. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, a man stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for our adversaries? So he said, no, but as the commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. He pretty much saying he came because God sent him. This is an angel. God sent him. God sent him. And let him know. And then at that point, you know, Joshua went into worship. He went into worship. And ask, well, what does the Lord want me to do? See, after the healing, it was a supernatural movement. After the instructions for what to do, that that the circumcision had to happen. And then the healing happened because they had to wait until the healing. Then the supernatural came on the scene and told them what to do next how to do it and what to do. All the instructions came. But it had to be healing first. Mm. Because that that's that's what we're trying to get to. That's what we're trying to get to, Lord. <sighs> that is what we're trying to get to. Mm. And then all the other things happened when they went out and they had the instructions about the wall. And like every time I see, you know, the megaphones now, it's like, you know, they out there and how, you know, when they were marching, they had the trumpets of the rams and then they 
blew the trumpets and everything that they had that they were doing. But the priest, that's the other key here. The priests were the ones that was blowing the trumpets. The ones that had been consecrated unto the Lord. Speaking out, even my, by me just speaking out here. It's, 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 it's like blowing the trumpet. We have to be healed. We have to have people consecrated unto the Lord. To hear from God so the supernatural will come on the scene. We have to have that. We have to have that. Go back and read Joshua 5 and 6. I didn't even go into all the 6. I've been talking about how they marched. And when they, how the priests were the ones blowing the trumpet. And I'm talking about all these things. Because if you look and see what's going on now. I'm telling you. If you just read the word of God. You're going to get your answers. You're going to get your answers. That you need. Before we leave today, I'm going to go ahead and declare some things. Um, and then we're going to be done for today. Thank you all for listening. Heavenly Father, I thank you right now, for, right now for the words that you have given today. Hallelujah. I thank you, dear Lord, that healing is sweeping the land. I thank you, dear Lord, for reform, reformation in all seven amounts of influence, dear Lord. I thank you right now that these open wounds, that it's going to be we're taking the time to heal. We're taking the time to heal. That uh, that all the races are coming together and we'll talk about what's going on. But they will also allow the people to heal. I thank you right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah for all the priests and those that are being raised up to blow the trumpet, to sound the alarm. Hallelujah. I thank you right now that the walls will be coming down. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah for angelic um, um, interference on our behalf to help us that's going forth to bring forth the word. Hallelujah. Lord, I lift up my brothers and my sisters to you today, dear Lord, as that things might trigger some, dear Lord. I, 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 I send forth the word of healing to their mind and their emotions today, dear Lord. Hallelujah. Send forth the words the angels move on the word of healing. Hallelujah. In their will, in their mind, and in their emotions, dear Lord. I thank you right now that the second generation, dear Lord, will get what they need, that the leadership that that is here will help them, dear Lord. Hallelujah. To be able to control their emotions, to, to go about the, the, the work that needs to be done. Lord, I thank you, dear Lord, for, for the opportunity, dear Lord, to be living in this season, leave, living in this time, that we are walking in deliverance, that we are talking in deliverance. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, dear Lord, that you have raised us up in this time, for such a time as this, because you knew we could handle it. I thank you for this strength that you're putting on your people. I thank you for the love that we are walking in, dear Lord. In spite of everything, we have got to walk in love. Hallelujah. We have got to forgive. Lord, I thank you for helping us to forgive, for helping us to love, for helping us, Lord. Lord, for th I thank you for that, dear Lord, for sending forth your, your strength, dear Lord, to help us. Your love every day that encompasses us, that you will 
that you are doing that for us, dear Lord. Lord, I thank you for your presence with us always. I thank you that we don't move unless you tell us to move. That we can't do nothing without you, dear Lord. Lord, I give you praise. I give you glory. I give you honor, dear Lord, because it's you, dear Lord. You are still in the control in the midst of a pandemic. You are still in control in the midst of what's going on in the race with racism. You're still in control, dear Lord. You are Alpha and you are Omega. You are all these things. So you are Jehovah Jireh. That everything we have need of, we still have it, dear Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you. I thank you that you are Jehovah Shammah. Lord, I thank you that you LL Young. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. That you Jehovah Nisi. Lord, I thank you. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. That we give you thanksgiving. Lord, we give you praise. Hallelujah. We give you praise, dear Lord. We, we give you praise today, dear Lord. We put on the garment of praise today because we know you in control. We, if we would just think back of where you already brought us from, Lord, and we're still alive. We're still here. We're still declaring the works of the Lord in the land of the living. Lord, I want to thank you for that. Thank you, Lord, that no weapon that was formed against us. It's not going to prosper, dear Lord, that the unveiling is happening now. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I give you praise. Thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing for your people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for raising up the prophets in every area, in every seven mountains of influence. I thank you for raising up the prophets, Lord. I thank you, dear Lord, that you have put people aside that have been consecrated and holy to stand, hallelujah, in the gap for others. Thank you for the intercessors, Lord. Thank you for the praisers, Lord. Thank you, dear Lord, for all that you have already done in our life. Lord, I thank you, dear Lord, that, I'm, that we're still alive today. Lord, we just thank you today. Thank you, dear Lord. Hallelujah. That in continually that we will bless you, Lord. Lord, I thank you. I thank you right now for all that you have already done. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. That this week, hallelujah, that, that we just continue to pray protection over all those are protesting. We continue to pray for your protection. That angels are capped about them, little Lord. And I thank you right now. Hallelujah. In your precious name, Jesus. As you go into this week, remember to speak life over yourself. Hallelujah. Speak life over your family. Speak life over your neighborhood. Speak life over this nation. Hallelujah. The key to it all is you have to speak life now. Hallelujah. I want to thank my sponsor again today, Director Sales Rhonda Cotton with Murray K. Cosmetics, and also I want to thank, I want to tell you guys, excuse me, hallelujah, that you can follow me on Instagram, hallelujah, whoo, thank you Jesus, hallelujah, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, hallelujah, thank y'all all so much for taking the time to listen to the Speak Life Now radio show, and I'll talk to you all again next week, bye-bye.